and welcome to the Flourish Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey. And I'm your other host, Lauren. This is a podcast where we talk about what it looks like to flourish as we live out our purpose in the day-to-day. The mundane. The good. The bad. The ugly. And laughing while we do it. But before we get started, don't forget to subscribe and turn on your notifications. Now grab your favorite beverage and let's get started. Hello, Lauren Elise. Hello, Kelsey Jane. I came oh ready that time, babe. You switched, switched it up it. on me. I was shocked. Well, was... hi, guys. This is just what a great way to start the podcast. You just totally <laughs> switched it up on me. But you know what? I enjoyed it. I liked you keeping me on my toes. Um, <laughs> this podcast is kind of switchy-uppy. Switchy-uppy. Kind of. And that's kind of what this episode's going to be about. Uh-huh. Is we're, um, we are including you guys um, in our new vision. And just like how kind yeah. of yeah and like I don't how, I, yeah I feel like sometimes a vision happens on accident <laughs> yes and I think we as Kelsey and I have been praying a lot about what this next year of the podcast is going to look like the Lord has just been bringing more interview opportunities for us um, to interview people yeah. on the podcast and um, so we, we never just, really talked about the we fact really, that we were going to do interviews yeah and it just kind of happened yeah and I think it started with counseling and. You know, that's a huge part of Melina Bridges' ministry. We do discipleship and counseling yeah. um, and therapy. Yeah. Um, and so it kind of started with that. And then, like, opportunities and doors just kept opening. And if you guys, you know, like, people in the faith and even, yeah. you know, if you don't. And I'm sure that. you guys have been listening. If you guys have been listening for a while, you've noticed we've had more and more interviews on. And the Lord has just kind of opened these doors yeah. for us to continue to interview more people as Which we, we enter in 2024. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we just thought um, we are kind of have a base of questions that we are going to be usually asking people that come on for the interview. Yeah. Um, and we thought it'd be fun to interview each other dun, dun, um, dun. since we don't really have a guest today with us. But we thought might as well get us, get you guys to get to know us a little bit more yeah. with our specific interview I feel questions. like we've shared like bits and pieces of our story yeah. in regard to specific topics, but not necessarily like a whole yeah. thing and just, I, we just thought it would be a cool way to wrap the year. Yeah. Um, but you guys know, of course, before we get into these interview questions, we have to do it or love it or leave it. It's Kelsey Jane, what are you loving right now? My love it is that I got a tree um we have two kind of living areas in our house and so one of them is kind of more of like the kids area and the other is like a kind of fancier area so i have i'm calling it mommy's tree i love it (laughs) um so i'm really excited about it it's super cute we got it a super great deal i feel like at walmart i'm telling you okay what's yours mine is jason's deli now let me tell you guys if you guys know how i forget about jason's deli me too and today for lunch i had a good old big old baked potato and it was delicious and it was massive and it is going to serve me for lunch tomorrow again because of how big it is and it had chicken Mm -hmm. and cheese and a little pico de gallo on it and some peppers it was like a mexican style baked potato Mm -hmm. it was delicious you know so, how we feel about Mexican food. And you know how I feel about baked potatoes. That sounds like a perfect marriage. So, it, it was. <laughs> it was wonderful. So, if you have a Jason's Deli near you. I just did not even know they had spuds. They had spuds. Big spuds. Oh, my gosh. You learned something new. I know. Well, there you go. So. All right. If you're hungry for a spud. You want to just go go ahead with your leave it. So. My leave it. We are entering into the season of cold outside, which I <laughs> the love. The season of cold. cold. The season of cold outside, which I appreciate. I love feeling all bundled up on the couch with the blanket. However, we do not have a fenced-in backyard. We do, however, have a dog. 
Mm. What that means, and we are on the corner. We have a corner house. So I do not feel comfortable just letting my dog out. Right. Doing willy-nilly. Yes. So this means that Daniel and I... Have to Freeze go outside every single day. And my dog, she is very ADHD. She ain't a quick beer. She ain't a quick beer. She <laughs> likes to look at the squirrels. She likes to watch the people. She likes to smell all the smells, sniff the mushroom that may be growing in the yard. She likes to do it Honestly, all. Honestly, if you were a dog, though. It would be. It would be Harley. <laughs> and I am just, I'm tired. I'm leaving having to take my dog outside to go pee and poop. And then me screaming lot. at her, go potty, go potty, potty, oh time to pee pee. We got Millie in January and lived on a third floor apartment and had to go to, I mean, cause they're getting up at like mid, I mean, yeah. they're like a baby. Like they're getting, it goes a lot puppies. faster, praise yeah. God. But you know, like just running yeah. down the stairs and oh, it was so cold. And I it's go potty, go, go potty, go potty. Come on, come on, so that's what I'm leaving is me not having a fenced in yard. I'm leaving that for you as well. Thank you. I so pray it. for me. If you, when you're outside, pray for me. Okay. I am leaving home chef. Okay, oh. I don't know about the subscription thing, <laughs> the box that comes like HelloFresh. That's not what I'm talking about. You know, in the Kroger, when you go in, they have the little home chef meals. And I was shopping with a toddler, okay? So cool. Silas was losing his mind. I was losing my mind. If my mom hadn't been there, we'd have walked out with nothing again. <laughs> I was like so overwhelmed, so overstimulated. Like he was just into everything and I was grabbing, it was a mess. And so I was like, I'm picking up Home Chef for tomorrow because I don't have time to cook. Mm -hmm. It's 7 p.m. and we're grocery shopping because I haven't had a chance yet. And so I'm opening this lasagna today and it smells so good. In the microwave, we were all like, oh, that smells amazing. I get it out and I'm looking at this thing like, (laughs) it's staring back at me. Like, I cannot be eating this. Like, what is it? It was like runny marinara soup. Like, anyways, yeah, leaving, leaving Home Chef. Uh, give me a bag salad or something like that, Um, but not home chef. (laughs) Sorry about lasagna. (laughs) Okay. So we are going to dive into these questions that we um, have written out that we're basically going to be asking, um, give or take, we may have to. Yeah. Depending on people's stories and stuff like that, we'll probably tweak some, but you guys are going to be hearing these questions a lot over the next couple of episodes. And just as we proceed forward with the flourish podcast, and we thought it'd be fun to ask each other these questions. So, um, do you want me to ask you one first? Sure. The first one. So, Kelsey, um, how did you get to this job here? How did you find Land of Roses? I love that. Um, I found Land of Roses um, through our founder. Um, I just got invited to a Bible study at her house. And it, it's kind of blurry because it's been so many years now. Um, I think that was back in like 2013-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of, I've, I've been a part of it mostly from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, even before it became like an actual nonprofit mm-hmm. um, and kind of, well, I was a teacher for four and a half years. And um, when I went home to Louisville, I couldn't stay as involved because, you know, they would have some stuff. And so I would come up, but yeah, it just wasn't, I was working full time and going to school full time for a while. i um, getting my master's in teaching. So um, yeah, so that's how I found Lena Roses. And then I was a full time teacher and um rebecca and i is who is our executive director um she and i've been best friends since i was 10 and we were at like a women's conference and i had been like i went into teaching because my dream was to be a counselor and um or a therapist um and um 
I just was really praying about that. I didn't, and I had, as I got into teaching, a lot of what I realized with school counselors or guidance counselors is that they do a lot of admin stuff. And at the time I was like, I don't actually know that that's what I really want to do. And so I'd been kind of praying and we were at a women's retreat at our church at the time. And we, I just was like, Lord, if I am supposed to be a part of Lane of Roses or to change jobs, would you just like give a confirmation? And I literally looked down because I'm nosy sometimes <laughs> and Rebecca had her journal open and it said online counseling and underline mm-hmm. and I had just been praying like Lord if you want me to move from teaching like please confirm it and then I saw that and I was like okay Lord like if I'm supposed to do this or if this is supposed to mean something will you have her ask me to lunch after this and she did mm-hmm. and we went to lunch and she told me like I could not stop thinking about the fact that I think that you're supposed to come work at Lane of Roses and help me get online counseling started. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was in, oh gosh, um, like 2018 and the, in like August. And so I like was like, Lord, do you want me to stop teaching this year? And he said, no, go back. And so obviously I was so confused. Yeah. I was like, what? You want me to move, but not yet? Like, yeah. uh And so then, but it was so cool. And looking back in his kindness, God enabled me to become a really good teacher Mm -hmm. before I said goodbye to it. So it wasn't that I left teaching because I was a failure, but because I was supposed to. Mm. So that's how I got here. And my job has changed probably five times since I started, but. (laughs) But you're here, baby. Yeah. (laughs) What about you? Um, Yeah. So I. One of our old co-workers, Abby Gannon, and I were college friends, and I knew that she was always involved in Lena Roses, and I never had gotten involved. We went to different schools, but we had a bunch of mutual friends, and that's how... Anyway, that's how we were friends. But she had always known about this, and I had moved back back to Lexington, um, which is where we're located here at Lena Roses, and me and Abby were getting dinner with a bunch of our college friends one night. This was a year after we graduated it was so this was like in 2021 and um we were getting dinner and I had just like I was working at Starbucks I was like very just like I knew the Lord was calling me out of that I knew that was a short-term job I just didn't know what it was going to look like after and I've known I was always called into ministry and some form of ministry and I was just telling them, I was like, yeah, la da 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 Like, I don't really know where at dinner. I was like, I don't really know where I'm supposed to go, but I know I need to start applying for jobs. And Abby looked at me and she was like, well, we're, you know, we're always applying. We're always hiring Atlanta Roses. And I was like, in my mind, for some reason, it just didn't even, con- I just never even considered working for Atlanta Roses. And I was just like, <gasps> and I didn't say anything. Literally, she just was, and I just like, mm-hmm. And I just sat there quiet for the rest of the dinner. And I went home to Daniel. I was like, I think I need to work on Lane Roses. And he was like, what is Lane Roses? He had no idea. And so I just like went hardcore, started like searching and like, like hardcore stalking everybody that worked at Lane Roses. <laughs> the website, I was like, let me figure out. And I just like looked at the app, like what was open online and found that there was an administrative position. And I've always been very admin. Like that is like just the thing I'm naturally gifted at and something that I love to do. And I asked Abby, I was like, can we go to coffee? I really am interested in this. And she answered every question because I have always a ton. And she answered every question. And I guess she told you guys that I was interested and got an interview. And that's how I ended up here. And it just happened like so quickly, which I feel like everything in my life happens super quickly. But I was just like, okay, God. And I just like did it. And that's how I ended up here. And just like you, 
my job has changed a little bit since being here, but like in his kindness, it's just been exactly where he's called me to be. And so I started here in 2021 that summer and I joined as an admin administrative what was my administrative title? Court? Was so <laughs> it was so weird. Like, it was so it was I don't like even remember. The administrative, administrative coordinator support, support person. person. And I just helped um, our HR at the time, um, Katie Simpson, who you guys have heard. Um, she was on a couple episodes ago. Um, but I helped her and just like doing all that stuff. And then I helped Abby Gannon as well, who was our. Um, what was she at the time? Who even knows? Director of Director of Operations at the time. And so I just worked alongside of them just doing like mm-hmm. random things. And then that is just kind of as when Katie Simpson stepped down and moved on to work in another um, organization, the Refuge for Women, I kind of stepped into that role that Katie Simpson had a little bit and yeah. just kind of took a little bit of that and um, just have always been the administrative person here. Um, mm-hmm. And then right now I have the honor of getting to be in charge of our community engagement team and like getting to lead that with um, three other wonderful women and just getting to go out and do coffee carts in Richmond, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And we get to give away free coffee to college students um, my team also like helps with events and stuff like that as well. And just creating meaningful time with other women, worship mm-hmm. nights, stuff like that. Um, just getting to make those personal connections with people on a low key, low maintenance um, type of event style, um, as well as still doing some admin things on the side, which I'll always, I feel like everywhere I go, <laughs> I will always I be doing that. Yeah. What do you do? What is your job title right now? Kels? Right now, my job title um is called um, the Associate Executive Director. Um, And I started out as the Community Empowerment Coordinator. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's changed a lot over the years. But I do a lot of like development stuff, not necessarily just with the fundraising side, but also because we are a nonprofit. So um, we fundraise for everything we do here. Like our heart is truly affordable, accessible discipleship. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of... um, do a lot of like content related things and fundraising stuff just anything with the ministry that needs to be developed so like I wrote our handbook I you know like if there's a policy that needs to be made or a system that needs adjusting or tweaking or anything like that I I press in kind of like problem solve she's great at that she's great at doing like all of the any type of like form or any type of like legal thing Kelsey's like little, little, little. like she just knows the how legal to do stuff it. really gives me anxiety I know but you're so good I at it I tend to not be I, I'm not a lawyer I don't pretend to be <laughs> but a you're lawyer. so good at but the Lord has blessed us things. with yeah. some people who can consult with us she's so. just she's good at that <clears throat> at all <clears throat> I like technical writing yes yeah, she's a very good technical writer something I do not have that strength in so she's always a you are an excellent communicator well thank you not in it's writing it's just a different <laughs> form of writing yes I'm sure yeah. everyone can relate yeah um, okay. Uh, so I feel like, um, what has the Lord taught you during your time here at Lane of Roses? Mm-hmm. I'm about to cry. <laughs> Probably because of what's coming next. <laughs> Pause for a second. Lauren is feeling a little hard about this question right now because we have some changes coming up. In Lauren's schedule and Um, just kind of her level of involvement with Lane of Roses. Sorry, I really was not expecting this right now in this moment (laughs) of my life. Apologies. Like you said (laughs) earlier, some things happen fast, so we've been, like, processing this pretty quickly. Yeah. um, So the Lord has taught me a lot in this season. (laughs) One second. Sorry. Okay. 
Um, yeah, to answer your question, Kels, <laughs> the Lord has taught me literally so much. Um, to give a little context, the Lord has kind of called me to step away in a weird regard um, to Lena Rose's um, and not fully. I will still be here doing the podcast and um, helping with some, like I just said, admin <laughs> admin things. Um, but the Lord has opened a door for me to um, work at the University of Kentucky at the hospital as their, surprise, surprise, a minister <laughs> associate for eternal medicine there. Um, so I'm super excited for that. But um, yeah, so my position is changing a little bit here at Lena Rose's, um, but I knew it wasn't I wasn't leaving for good, um, but the Lord has taught me so so much through working here. Um, it truly has changed me and my husband's life working here. Um, just being surrounded by so many people that just love the Lord and want to pursue what He has called us to do. And um, for working for a ministry, I think sometimes you can fall into. I mean, any job, you kind of fall into the rhythms of, you know, whatever you're doing and you go in and you do the thing and you just keep doing it. And I, Lena Roses has always been a, min, a ministry about, you know, teaching women and specifically passionate about finding your identity in Christ. And, um, you know, you hear that working here every day almost, you know, like where's your identity placed and placed in Christ and one, wanting women to know that he loves you and he wants you to flourish um, where he has planted you. And um, I think that's exactly what the Lord did for me and Daniel in our lives at the time when I started working here. Um, and he has really taught me where my identity was laid at the time and like where it is now. And I think working here and I don't even remember the question, but <laughs> like working here has just brought me just a community of women that, um, Oh, the question is, what has he taught me? He has taught me how important community is um, and how important it is to allow people into your life. Even if you don't know how long it, I feel like a part of my testimony is that I moved around a lot, like, and later, like later, like 14 and up <laughs> years of my life. But I could have so easily just kind of shut people out because I didn't want to connect with people. So I just, was assuming that, you know, it wouldn't last forever, but just remembering that like community is so important. And if you don't allow yourself to invest in others, like, and you don't allow yourself to be invested in, then you are failing yourself and you are failing what the Lord really wants from you is to grow in him and grow in community and having people pray over you and having people pray with you. And I think the Lord has taught me just to be vulnerable with people um, and to allow him to change things, even though we don't want things to change, um, and allow him to work in the difficult times and the hard, uncomfortable times. And I think he's taught me a lot through that, just working in vocational ministry and just like, you know, working with, I've, it's been an honor, like truly an honor to work with so many women who just love the Lord and are searching for him every day. And that's something a lot of people don't get to say and there's a rare like beautiful opportunity that I've been given um so I feel like that is what the Lord has taught me is that the question 
Yeah, you did. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like that is what the Mm -hmm. Lord has taught me is like getting to be vulnerable with women and in a community and just allowing the Lord just to work in the small times and just Mm -hmm. sitting in the difficult, uncomfortable situations with him as well. I love that. I think that kind of feeds into like my answer to that question. You know, obviously this wasn't something that Lauren and I were anticipating or expecting. It kind of snuck up on, on us and just because something sneaks up on you doesn't mean it's not good. Yeah. And, um, so obviously it's given us a lot of time to really pray about the podcast specifically. Mm -hmm. And, um, what does that look like going forward? Cause it's something that we both love. And so we don't have all the answers for what that looks like going forward. Um, we know we love to do it and, um, we're still pressing into God, what do you want the podcast to be? And mm-hmm. I think that that's such a true reflection of what Lena Roses has taught me because it comes back to that scripture of like, unless the Lord builds the house, it's going to crumble. Mm-hmm. Like, and so this is just like an opportunity for us. And I feel like so many times for those of us in our lives and also for those of us in ministry, like if there's something that happens or a big transition or, you know, a change it's an opportunity to reflect, pause, and press in and say, Lord, what do you have going forward? What um, what have you been teaching me throughout this time? And being willing for that to, for the Lord to inform what it is and also to be willing to sit in the unknown. And I feel like that that's been like the season that I'm in in Lane of Roses right now is I am a person who has to figure it out. I'm a problem solver. We just talked about that. That's a huge part of my job. <clears throat> but there's also this huge piece of following the Lord where he doesn't always give us beyond the next step or um, what happened. Like if I'm getting like something and or I, an impression and prayer and I just am just really feeling strongly about something, oftentimes what ends up happening is not exactly what I thought mm-hmm. or like how it looked like, but still being able to believe that the Lord is good, um, even in the midst of that. And so even though Lauren and I don't have the exact, like, this is what the Flourish podcast is going to yeah. look like a year from now or six months from now, or even two months from now, yeah. you know, we don't know exactly what recording is going to look like or, yeah. um, and like, just because it looks like that two months from now doesn't mean that that's what the Lord has for us six months from yeah. now. And somehow like, but, but it's still good because God's driving this ship. Yeah. And even if it's hard, or even if there's times where we feel confused, like, Lord, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like he's still going to meet us in the midst of that. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. so yeah, I'm just like going off of that. Just super excited to see what is in store as we continue um, this podcast. Cause Kelsey and I both feel like that it's not, it's right now is not the season for it to be over for some reason. Um, and so we just know that the Lord has something really cool in store for us, um, whatever that looks like. Um, so anyway, that is what the Lord has taught us right now in the season that we're continue, continuing to walk through. Um, so what is when you were, if you were looking at yourself five years ago and just praying about what this would look like when you joined Lane of Roses, how is what you're doing now different than what you originally thought? I used to do a lot of like physical resource development. So like devotions Mm -hmm. and um, curriculum things, which really played into my teaching mind. Um, And we don't, that has been completely put on a pause right now. Mm -hmm. Like I haven't done a line edit and I can't even tell you how long. And I think I thought that, so for the longest time, this is a perfect example of what I just talked about. 
we just got the word over and over again, um, sustainability, like sustainability. And I think for the longest time, I thought that sustainability for Lane of Roses meant like monetarily. Mm-hmm. Um, because like I said earlier, we're a nonprofit and we have to fundraise for everything that we do. Um, so like I desired that monetarily because so often I, in my own story, find security in that. Yeah. Um, even though the security is always the Lord and my mind knows that, but yeah. sometimes my heart forgets. And um, <clears throat> so I thought that sustainability for Lane of Roses um, financially, work rhythm wise, all of that was going to have a lot more to do with physical resources and printed resources that people could use to lead a Bible study or things like that. Mm-hmm. And the Lord just has kind of closed that door for right now. And I do think like, I can see ways that in which he's going to open it and it may, it may look differently but right now. It's like, I'm in a pause for that. And so my job kind of pivoted more into like the development of like staff in the ministry and stuff like that as opposed to curriculum and resource development yeah. and then randomly this podcast so <laughs> and here we are so what about you i think <coughs> sorry um i think when i first started i think in general looking at my life and what i had what i considered to be like me flourishing would be like me in like some like big leadership role like over a lot of people and like you know telling people what to like in my mind that's just always I've been naturally kind of put into positions like that I think as I was um growing up just like a natural born leader I might say uh <laughs> just a face I wish people could see the faces a natural born leader so and so <laughs> when I when I joined Lena Briz's I was just doing administrative stuff and I think I've always like enjoyed doing that, but I didn't know in my mind that that's what I loved is like the administrative things. And when I joined Lane of Roses, I was so in my head and I liked what I was doing, but I, my mind, I was like, I'm not leading a team. I'm not like, why am I not? Like, I know I have these strengths and what the Lord taught me in these past two years is like, yes, Lauren, you do have leadership qualities and are a good leader in X, Y, and Z ways, but also like, he had given me so many gifts that I hadn't even really tapped into or even unraveled most, a lot of these gifts. And so now as I'm stepping into this new kind of season of life, moving into this new job opportunity, um, getting to use the gifts that I have developed so much over these past two years and just like seeing that the Lord can flourish in. Yes. He has maybe given you all these gifts. That doesn't mean you have to use them all at the same time. And like, which it's hard because I I think we all are kind of self-centered in, in certain ways of our life. And, like, sure. you know, like, what you're good at and you want to be able to use all these qualities. But, like, sometimes the Lord's only asking you to use two gifts. And, like, you're going to have to be okay with setting some of the gifts that you know that you may be good at. Excited. And so, like, I feel like the Lord has really taught me to flourish in, like, these special gifts that I had, hadn't really developed a lot yet. And it's just so cool to see how these gifts now that I've developed over these past two years are leading me into the next step that he's asking me to take. Um, yeah. So I think that is the answer to that question. Yeah. So often I feel like the Lord uses the season we're in now to prep us for the one mm-hmm. that's to come. And I think we have to be pliable to yep. that. And again, and it's, it's never hard. really what you think it's going to be. Oftentimes it's not. Never. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So in light of that, like, what, is there a scripture that you've kind of clung to as you've been going through this big transition and, um, just even throughout the last year, like, is there a scripture that you 
have come back to. I always come back to 1 Corinthians 16, 13, and 14, um, which is like, I guess, I don't know if it would be my life first, but just something over these past couple years that keeps being brought to my mind. And it says, be on guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong, do everything in love. And it just remind it always reminds, and I love just do everything in love in general, but whether that's who you're talking to or what you're what you've been told to work on or whatever. But remembering that even in verse 13, when it says like, be courageous and be strong and stand firm in that faith of the Lord. So like whether he is asking you to do something that you're really kind of like, you're not sure you're unsure. And you're like, God, I don't know, like stand strong and be faithful and courageous in what he's asking you to know that his promises are good and walk out in strength in those things and not, um, be doubtful. Cause I feel like so many times I'm like unsure and I'm like, Oh, maybe I should pray about it a little longer. But I know like, you know, when you like are using prayers mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, maybe I should pray about yeah. it a little bit longer. And you're yeah. like, no, I know, I know I need to do this. Be strong, be courageous in that and do it in love, do it in love with our father and our father and do it in love for the people that you're asking to serve. Um, and I think I've been constantly reminded of that verse, like be courageous, Lauren, be strong, do it in love, do what he's asking you to do. Um, and be proud of it and be stand firm in the faith that you have in the Lord and know what he's asking you to do is in his goodness and his, his goodness and his kindness and his timing. So that's the verse I keep coming back to recently. I love it. Um, in true Kelsey fashion, I have two. <laughs> <laughs> you can never have one, just one. Um, so the first one is the one I just said, but I'll actually give you the address, <laughs> is Psalm 127. This is in the ESV. It says, unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. And like I said, like with life, with being a toddler mom um, and um, wanting to grow our family and like it's yeah. just not going the way that we anticipated and um, pressing in with that and pressing in with, um, different things here at Lane of Roses, um, just remembering that he is the foundation. And as long as he's the foundation, I, I won't be shaken. Um, I may be shaking, but I won't be shaken. Uh, yeah. You know, like I may be having anxiety or awake at 3 45 AM, but I'm not my status as a daughter of the King mm. is secure. Yeah. Like I, my identity, not in question. Mm. And so I can rest in that, like that no matter what, even if I accidentally yelled at Silas because he was driving me nuts (laughs) or, you know, just like, you know, in ministry, you, you get burnout and you lose faith, which brings me to my second, um, verse, which is Mark 9, 23 through 25, um, if you can, said Jesus, like somebody had asked him a question previously, and he's like, no, everyone is, everything is possible for one who believes. Immediately, the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. Um, and actually, I won't read 25. Sorry. I'm just, and really for me, the part that I ref, ref, have been repeating over and over to the Lord is, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. And what's really hard about uh, praying those kinds of things is that when you're praying something like that, you're probably going to have a situation in which you're going to be presented with the opportunity to go forward in unbelief or mm-hmm. go forward in faith. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just have been 
Like, and I keep getting that phrase of like, even when I can't see it, you're working. Like, and and that's in a song, I'm sure, but um, I can't remember what it is right now. But anyways, so yeah, so just like, even if I can't see it, it's like, I have to have faith. Like faith doesn't mean that I can see the evidence of what the Lord is doing, but I have to have faith that he is doing something and that it's for his glory and my good. And even if I can't see the evidence of it, I know it to be true. So therefore I need to act as if I believe it to be true. Um, so yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. Well, thank you for sharing. And I hope you guys enjoyed these questions because you're going to be hearing them again later. Um, different people. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you for sharing your heart, Kels. And um, we are so excited to see what the Lord has in store for this upcoming year, 2024, um, and for this podcast. And we are so excited for, we have some wonderful interviews um, that are happening. And we are so excited for you guys to hear them. Mm-hmm. Um, and just can't wait to see what the Lord has in store. Um, yeah. Woohoo. Well, we will see you in the new year. Talk to you guys in 2024. See you next year. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And also subscribe. Subscribe. You guys know where to find us. The Flourish Pod at Instagram and on any platform. Any platform. Spotify, <laughs> Apple Music. We're here, baby. Um, you can also follow, follow Kelsey and I if you're just wanting to know more about our personal lives. Um, yes, you can. I'm Lauren.Burgess underscore. I'm Kelsey underscore Durenberg. Yeah. But my account is private because I'm I'm a recovering teacher, you know? (laughs) My account's not because I'm crazy. And you can always follow Lena Roses if you want to know more about our ministry as well. Um, We will talk to you all later. Thanks. Bye. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening to The Flourish Podcast with Kelsey Durenberg and Lauren Burgess. The Flourish Podcast is a production of Lane of Roses. To learn more, go to www.laneofroses.com. Three, two, one.